Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello and welcome to episode seven. This one is all about moving through your fears. We talk about a ton of stuff in here. Um, Tony and I just love this episode because there is so much to talk about and cover. We talked about the definition of fear, how to move through fear, how to use your fear to propel you to the next level in your life, in your business, what happens when you leave your comfort zone, when synchronistic events occur in your life, tips on what to do when you're fearing something in your life or your business, the two big fears that come up for business owners. And we just know that you'll really enjoy this episode. We are so thankful for all of you. We've received your messages. We've received your reviews and we thank you. And let us know, let us know what kind of fears have come up for you that you've moved through after you listen to this episode. And again, make sure that you check all of the old episodes if you're just joining us for the first time, because we have a bunch of stuff on there that we don't want you to miss. You can always go to lindsaymarino.com and get the, the podcast info there. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. So follow us on everything and we hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys. Welcome back. We are so happy that you're here. Thank you again for all of the messages that you've been sending us. We're excited about today's episode. Very excited. Yeah. So another podcast here, another chance for everybody watching and listening to just take some kind of idea that we talk about and apply it into your life. So yep. And today is all about fear. Now, this is a big topic because I feel like Tony and I have different fears. And I think we should talk about what fear is and how it can stop us and how it propels us, really. Right, exactly. And not only just you and me have different fears, everybody has different fears, right? But we all have them and they all come up. So what should we talk about first? What is fear? Yeah. You can say the definition because I have to think about what I what I believe fear is. So what is fear? <laughs> so I just look at it to define fear. It's what you probably heard a lot is love is the opposite of fear. So that's how I look at it. I look at, and of course, we'll get into more detail with this, but there's different kinds of fears, like a fear of walking into a pond with alligators is a fear, right? Snakes, because you hate snakes. Or snakes, that's a fear. But that's a fear that I don't care about really. I think that's like, I think we have natural fears that we're born with to kind of protect us. And really, a lot of the fears that end up coming up are designed to protect us, right? So I look at fear as, um, we got the basic fears like of not going in a pond with alligators Mm -hmm. or uh, jumping off of a huge building because... You know, we know what happens, but, um, so we have those fears, but the, the, the other fears that actually stop us from expressing ourselves fully, doing the things we want to do and being honest with people. Um, those are things that are the opposite of love. I feel, I feel those are the things like when, when those come up, the things that are stopping you from like really expressing your light, that kind of fear is like the opposite of love to where if we had love in that situation, 
we would just totally express ourselves fully, if that makes yes. sense. So it does. I know I said a lot there. Do you have a simple definition for fear? <laughs> no, I feel like that's perfect. And it's reminding me of the next episode you're going to hear is Anita Morjani talking about fear in her life and how she had her near-death experience. So I go into more when I ask her questions about that too. So next <clears throat> episode, make sure you tune in. A little side note. Um, yeah, I believe fear is the opposite of love. Sometimes I feel like there's fear and worry that comes up in us humans because that's just normal. Um, and it can stop us from really seeing reality clearly. I believe that when we were little, there's different things that have happened. Like my mom always gives us the example of her seeing her brother getting bit by a dog or getting chased by a dog. And from that point on, even when she was an adult, she had this fear of dogs. She would not want to be in the room with them until we ended up getting our family dog, Honey. Um, so I feel like in that mode, yes, there's part of us that can get protected, which we need to be aware. But then there's other points of it where we can actually put up so much protection that we stop beautiful things from happening. And I'm speaking like this, but I said to Tony, I'm like, I don't know if this is a good episode for me. And he's like, what are you talking about? You've pushed through fear and your business and different things like that. But I guess every single one of us has some sort of fear or phobia. For me, I had the fear of public speaking. When I thought of speech class, I would not want to get up there. I thought that I would freeze. I wouldn't know what to say. And then when I had this beautiful moment of feeling so much love with reading, one, reading with Dying to Be Me, that book really helped me push past my fear of speaking By Anita Morjani. Yes, by Anita Morjani. That got me to do my radio show. And that brought me to a place where I thought, you know what? This is not about me. This is a higher purpose. It's for the higher consciousness to me to express myself. That's what got me through that. And it was the feeling of love. Because when you do fear, you, if you think about the word fear, you think you want to close up. You want to just kind of put yourself in a cocoon and not go to the outside world. When I think of love, I feel like I want to just share that with everyone. And we're born with love. The fear is more of the human side of things. Like when we go to the heavenly realm, we don't experience any kind of fear. But we can't, it's good to have fear in us too. I feel like, Tony, you do a good job of propelling yourself to the next level if anything comes up. Like when you're playing basketball and you're on the basketball court and you fear, I don't know if you'd fear someone else taking a shot, but whatever kind of hesitant feeling or the feeling of, oh, I got to make sure I do this. It propels you to the next level. And that's the thing. Well, you're talking about on the basketball court. Well, if I actually, when I was on the basketball court, like if I play a pickup game now, or even when I played games when I was in middle school and high school, mm -hmm. recreational wise and for the high school team, um, if I thought about it and got in my head, that's when all the fear would come. Yeah. But thinking back to when I actually, now when I play and when I played in high school and all that, uh, basketball is thoughtless. So I yeah. go on the court and I just, it's kind of like I'm water. I know it sounds like very philosophical, which you guys probably know that's how I am sometimes, mm -hmm. but I, that's literally how I look at it. I get on the, on the court and then I feel, I just act like I'm water and I kind of just move. If, if the defender's here, I'll go over here, you know? So I kind of just play it. I don't think about it is what, I, is what I'm trying to yeah. say. It's thoughtless. And I think that when we get to that space, which is easy to talk about, and a lot harder to actually get to that space, even though I don't want to say it's hard, it's 
Once you're in it, you feel it. Right, but that's the space that I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about because I can compare it to when I do readings <clears throat> and mediumship readings where when I'm on autopilot, almost like you're in a daydream-like state, you're like, wait, what just happened? That's how it is for you with basketball and when you right. receive messages from past level. And I think it's tied to forgetting about yourself. Yeah. When we forget about ourselves and get really in the moment, you know, like live in the now, like everybody says, which is... Very, very great advice. Eckhart Tolle wrote the book, The Power of Now, and mm -hmm. he talks all about that. So that's what it is. When we live in the moment of yeah. things, we don't have time to really fear anything. That's so true. And it's like you tap into source. When you tap into source and you feel like you're one, you're not, you're not in your human brain. You just keep on moving through mm -hmm. it. For me, I actually, like, I get a high off of doing things that are fearful, certain things, not everything. But for me, when I wanted to do something that would make me feel this freeing feeling, I went bungee jumping or skydiving and something like that. Tony, you don't feel pulled to do that. No, I don't. Feel, <laughs> I'm not saying I will never do it because she got me to go, um, what do you call it? Hot, hot air balloon? Oh yeah, yeah. And I want to do hot air balloon. In a hot air balloon ride. I, I did that in um, Napa Valley, California with Lindsay. And then if you would have asked me before that, or really even a week before that, or, or a year before, or the day, morning of, I would have said, no, I don't care about going up in a hot air balloon. But the fact that I did it now, I'm excited I did. So I don't want to say I'll never go yeah. jump out of an airplane, go par well, you know, I don't parachuting, go again, but I or bungee, bungee jump, but I'm not, I'm not really pulled to do it right now. <laughs> but okay, can I ask you a question? When thinking, for the business people listening here, this is a good one for you. When you made your first video, remember how I kept saying, you need to put, mm -hmm. you know, you, you teach so many people, put it out on video. People need to hear it. You, they need to hear your message. You're going to help more people. And you were afraid to put yourself out there. I was afraid. Be but once you did your first video, how did you feel? Well, I'll get to that first, but let's go back to how I was afraid. Because that's the point we're talking about. Yeah, this is all nice. Once you get to the space mm -hmm. of being in the now and doing all that, it's all nice. But Yet, me and Lindsay know about all this, and a lot of you watching and listening know about this, but you still experience fear, right? Yeah. Yes, and yes, we both have fear. <laughs> so, um, where was I getting at with that? You are saying the process of feeling the fear is yeah. one thing. Yeah, so the process, so so putting out my the video. So, when I put out the video for the first time, I actually did it on Snapchat. I think oh, it was yeah, you did. in 2015, was it? Don't remember the year. I'm losing. It was like two or three years ago is when I first started to actually put out videos. But yes, I was so scared. Mm -hmm. Like I was so scared because I was in my head and I was, I was thinking, oh, I don't want people to think that I know everything about everything. And I had that thought. I had another thought of, oh man, what is my family and what are my friends going to think? Um, you know, and unconsciously I could feel that it's going to cause, you know, things to kind of like, what do you call it? Shake up things a little yeah. bit. Because whenever you jump outside of your comfort zone, because that's all fear is. When we yeah. have fear, it's when we're outside of our comfort zone too. The fear we're talking about in this episode, you know, like the fear that stops you from actually doing things you want to do and growing, that's the fear is because it's outside of your comfort zone. Anything outside of your comfort zone in this moment is going to cause fear. So my comfort zone back in 2015 or 16, whatever that was, two or three years ago, when I first made that video on Snapchat, when there was like, there was like 12 people watching the video, <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay even said that she said, 
Put, go ahead and put it on Facebook now, because that's what Lindsay does. She keeps on saying, all right, you did this, now do this next. Yeah, because so, I got past the point, but before I would have been like you. So I'm, I'm excited she's doing that, though. You're my, she's my soulmate, and, she's, <sighs> and that's what she is. She's bringing me outside of these little, I look at comfort zones as little circles that every time you do something that you haven't done before, you're going outside, and then guess what? Then, as you do that so many times, like once I put out, that's the piece of paper, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> once I... Once I put out that first video, yeah, I got, oh my gosh, I felt so free. I remember that first video I put out on Facebook with you was after we left Camp Circle of Love. Yes, that was and it. One, and Lindsay told me, let's put this video together. I was like, ah, oh, I don't know, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was having a fear. Uh, do that, you know, stop me. But once I did it, it was like such this free feeling yes. that I had. And I think so that's what happens. Yeah, because something, so, so something's trying to come through you and then fear comes and because you think about, oh, what is my family going to think? What are they going to think? What if I mess up? That stops you from letting it go through you, and then it causes frustration, and then it leads to depression and all this stuff. But with the video thing, I knew that it was something that I wanted to do because I wanted to teach people and share information with people that helped my life. So I knew that I wanted to do this, but I didn't because I had the fear. But then once I did it, I got that free feeling, and then I got addicted to it, like Lindsay said earlier. Yeah. You start to get addicted to... All right, I have this fear, so let me go do that now. And you conquer it. Once you, you conquer, conquer one thing, you want to do the next thing. Right. It's a and, rush. And the, But the, I have to say this, because this is important. We did talk about resistance in another episode. So if you didn't catch that, go to it, because it will go in more detail. But once you go past one fear, you are going to meet, like, you're going to get really, really excited and pumped up, but you might re meet <clears throat> some more resistance where you want to crawl back into your shell because I told my students this and my business students too, where when I first started the mediumship stuff, I had a flower on my profile on Facebook because it felt comfortable to put a flower up and not put my photo up to say that I'm the medium speaking and I'm sharing some sort of wisdom. Gratitude so, equals magnitude. Yes. I used to have a group called Gratitude equals magnitude. And that was my way to share positive quotes and just different things. So... I put myself out there and I had to take baby steps. And I think that's a big thing. I'm not saying to hide behind another profile picture without your face, but that's what happened to me. And I felt like it took a little bit of courage to put myself out there. Once I read Dying to Be Me, that's what really put myself out there. And I'm thinking I'm doing a disservice because the people that know us or know you, um, whoever's listening, will trust you. Most of the time, they'll trust you. They have a belief about you. Either they already have trust. They might not know you are able to teach about certain things. They might not know you are um, someone that has learned about something that you want to share, if it is teaching. But they know you as a human, as a soul. So hearing it from you might be more beneficial than hearing it from someone else that they're skeptical about. So at the very beginning of my stages of doing that, I got some resistance, but more positive messages like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you've experienced the same things as me. This helps me so much. I don't feel any, any more crazy because I, I know that you've experienced this. Right. And then you start to build those connections with people. And you start to realize that, wait, me letting my light shine yeah. is helping other people to let their light shine. Is it causing, is it shaking things up to the left and the right? And think, you know, inside yourself and outside of yourself, yes, it is, but that's part of the process. And um, we only got one life to live, so why would you let fear yeah. stop you from hopping on that ride that Lindsay was just describing there? It's, it's exciting. And that's the thing. 
it's all these cliche things you hear a lot, like on the other side of fear, or what is it, the cave that you fear to enter holds all the treasure. Yeah. And there's so many different things, but it's the truth. And the treasure is that feeling. Yeah. Once you, so fear is here. Once you come face to face with it, you do it. And you know, you might be awkward when you're doing it. It might be all of that, but you do it. And then you get that feeling on the other side of it. You're yeah. like proud of yourself. And it's a release. It's not just like, oh, I'm proud of myself. It's energy flowing through you, source, who you are, flowing through you. And then you're allowing it to express itself into through your hands and into your environment and with the people and using your gifts. And whenever you do that, it just, the whole flow of life just keeps on flowing through you and you have that feeling of flow. Yes. And that is when synchronicity type events happen. That feeling of like serendipity, you know, when you're actually in the flow of doing things, doing what you love, not holding back, that's when things, that's when the magic happens. Um, Another thing is the other day I was, I woke up and I don't know what made me, I went on my personal Facebook page, my old Facebook page that I don't really go on much. And I was telling Tony, this is a personal story. I'm like, I don't know. I went on my old Facebook page. I started to go through pictures and I started to think about my life before putting myself out there online. And I wanted to go back in a cave and be that specific person. And it was so tempting. I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. Looking at how things used to be. I want to go back there and I want to just shut off from the world and not put myself out there. And Tony's like, yeah, but I don't know how you worded it. And it made me think about it. I was already thinking of it, but the way that you said it, it kind of woke me up like, that's true. And I think you said um, something about this being a higher a higher consciousness thing. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly, but I probably said something like, it's not about you. Yeah, it's... That's the thing. And whenever you start to make it about you, that's when you start to feel how Lindsay felt. So yeah, I'm I trying had to analyze your nights. situation here, but she was starting to make it, if right? You start to think about it and start to make it about yourself and you can't. And that's the thing. Like yeah. if this was about me and Lindsay, you would not be watching this podcast no. right now because uh, like she said, she's more, she would like to be in a cave. <laughs> I'm the same way. We said this before on um, one, of the other, one of the episodes, but it's the truth. And it's not about, that's the thing. Once you start to figure out that it's not about you, it's about, you know, it's about a whole thing that I can't even describe in words, like a try, but it's about the bigger picture. And once you, once you center yourself and get in alignment with the big picture, um, the big picture starts to use you and you allow it. And then you remember it's about the big picture. It's not about me. And I think I had one of those nights though. That was a rough night. I wasn't sleeping. I, and I haven't felt like that in years. It's like, I know, you know, when you know something in your heart, you already know it, but you have this like small glimpse of something and you're like, Oh, I just want to hide away. That's what I felt. Like I just wanted to go to an Island. It was like nothing specific. It was just, well, I I just, I felt like that like a month and a half ago, I told Lindsay, like I didn't go on social media for like two weeks. There's certain times where, and that's another thing, once you start to understand like whatever, so you're in your comfort zone, whatever's outside of your comfort zone, once you start to understand that once you get to that level, you could still be you. Like you don't have to be this superhuman person. So Mm -hmm. say right now you're working at a nine to five job, you're working, um, maybe you're driving for Coca-Cola, you're working in a factory 
and you really don't like it and you want to be a teacher. So you just want to be a teacher. You want to be a nurse. Um, but the nurse and teacher is outside your comfort zone, right? So being a nurse or being a teacher is outside your comfort zone. Where was I going with this? So I had asked you this before. I, was, <laughs> I love it. This is real conversation. So where was I going with that? You're saying that you pretty much are talking about when you when you think you want to do something but fear gets in the way then it's if you think too much about it it could stop you yeah and that's the thing it will stop you so say you're working at that nine to five job and then but you know you want to do that yeah and then you think oh but you know i i can't if i'm a teacher or if i'm a nurse then i gotta be this perfect person or yeah. especially with teachers like that's a big oh my gosh thing yeah. with teachers like oh you're a teacher, so now you have to be like this perfect role mm-hmm. model, Little and none. nobody can live up to that. No. Like none of us are perfect. Some of us actually get better over time, and you could recognize that in people, but none of us are perfect. So you might let that fear stop you to where, when you actually go and pursue being a teacher or pursue being a nurse, you start to realize that once you get into it, all of that stuff goes away. Because yeah. at the end of the day, everybody knows that we're all human, and. Um, no matter if you're a teacher or a nurse or a personal trainer, we're all human. So, and there's different things that whenever you become the things that you want to become, you think it's going to be this way and it ends up being the exact opposite. So for example, like when I graduated college, I was, I wanted to be a teacher, but I kept telling Lindsay because we always had this vision that we were going to travel around and work from our laptops and, you know, do in-person events, different places. We had that vision even when I was in college and, um, when I graduated from college, I was actually wanting to take an online class. Now, was I wanting to, I mean, not take an online class, teach an online class. Yeah. So I had that option. I could have done that. Was I wanting to do that because I felt pulled to do that in the moment? No, not at all. <laughs> I wasn't, that's, that wasn't the reason. The reason was fear. Every time I thought about being I an in-person teacher, I thought of, oh man, I'm going to have to talk to people all day. <laughs> like I didn't care about <laughs> No, seriously, I didn't care about talking to Sue. So, like, I got to talk to all the teachers and I got to do this. Like, I never liked being in school, not because I didn't like learning, but just because just being inside and the energy and stuff. I was like, how am I going to handle all this? And then Mm -hmm. all these questions, I was making it about me. And that's the thing. That's the thing. Once I started to go into the schools, do my internships, start the the students started to have a huge impact on me. I started to have a huge impact on them and it started to flow. I started to forget about me and I started to see what was happening, the transformation within me and with all the students around me. And then that's when I started to get very addicted to this thing even more. Yeah. Like going outside my comfort zone. So I'm so thankful that I did not let fear stop me from teaching in at a public school physical location because long story short, I ended up becoming teacher of the year my second year and I'm not you know, trying to brag or nothing. No, it just kind of, it was obvious that I would love doing what I was doing and I fit. So, yeah. and, and that was this, I made that decision through following my heart and my instinct and tuning in and asking what does the universe, what does God want of me? And that was the decision. My decision would have been teach online because that would have been comfortable. You know, I could have been. But do you remember when you were like hesitant too? You're like, should I do this and should I do that? And you never ask, like, what do you think? Usually you just have that feeling. But it was because you knew that your human mind was pulling you one way and then your soul was pulling you Mm -hmm. the other direction. And that's a good point to bring up too. 
a lot of the times our fear will confuse us for our intuition. And our intuition can't work clearly if your fear is the thing that's overpowering it. So I would say if you're fearing anything, whether it's putting yourself out there online, starting your own business, or changing the business that you have, start doing the things that you love. Go change it up and go outside. Tony likes to go bike riding. We always talk about this. Um, I like to go on walks in nature, do things that really make you happy and kind of forget about what the fear is. And you'll start to notice the thoughts will flow in and where you're supposed to be guided. And usually there's patterns and clues that line up um, to help you move past that. And I wouldn't avoid fear. I would actually move through it. Right. And so like Will Smith always, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah. Will, Will, Will Smith always talks about um, he chases his fears. Yeah. Like if he, he, he said he hates fear in anything. So if he has a fear, he goes and does it. That makes sense with him too. The fear we're talking about here, you know, yes, like not a fear like fear. where you're going to die or do anything like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, and there other thing that I was going to say, I think a lot of people listening are entrepreneurs. Some people might not be and that's okay too. But a lot of um, people come to me for readings, intuitive readings about their business. And I think the big fear that comes up is they're afraid to change something because they don't want to, they don't want to fail or they don't want their customers to leave them because they're changing. And I would say to go after your love and the thing that interests you and intrigues you and the right people, the right customers will come and they'll be attracted to you. Don't you believe that? Absolutely. That's, that's what guides us. I mean, that's what it is. That so a fear, a fear thought would say, "Oh, I got to do my, um, I got to run my numbers, and I got to see what the market wants," and which is all true. Like the, there's all truth to all of that. Yeah. I mean, if you're selling something that nobody wants, you don't have a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact is, is that if you have a passion and a desire for something. There's a reason for it. The universe is so smart. God is so smart. It'll give you that desire because there are people that need it. Yeah. Does that make sense? So where was I getting at with that? <laughs> I keep doing this today. Sorry. You but, do that uh, all the time. We both do. So where was I getting at with you that? You were just saying that really it we're being pulled in the direction that we're supposed to be going in. There's no point of letting fear get in the way. Yeah, and there's no point. And in order to actually see where you're being pulled. Yeah. And trusting that feeling. That is the biggest, that's the biggest hurdle that stops a lot of people mm-hmm. is tuning in and quiet, quieting their mind yes. to where they can relax and be like, all right, you know, it's called faith or it's called whatever you want to poise or whatever, but mm-hmm. get into that space. And then once you're in that space, then everything else starts to click. So yeah. that's what they always say, you know, fix your mind and everything else will fall into place. Yeah. And I so, think too, when you think too much about things, it can make you go crazy, really. Like, like, because when I'm in fear mode, I can't think clearly. Like, you want to call up psychic reading, get a psychic reading. You may call up all your friends in the world, and it just confuses you. And usually, you're looking for some sort of confirmation for what you already know in your heart. So, this is what I would suggest for an actionable step. And tell me what you think, Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you should get out a piece of paper, write down your top five fears. And yes, they might be snakes, like Tony is scared of snakes. For me, it'd be something totally different. Um, and But if it's around your business, like you feel like something's holding you back, write down your fear. Is there a fear with putting yourself out there and getting a response that you don't like? Is it a fear of what people would think of you? It, what kind of fear is it? 
and write those fears down and think about what would happen if someone talked about me for putting myself out there as a medium. What would happen if someone saw that I was running a business and they didn't think that I was you know, certified or I wasn't good enough or I didn't have enough experience? What would happen, really? And then beside that put, what would happen if you didn't do it? Usually, yeah. if you didn't do it, you'd feel frustrated, you'd be spinning in circles, you'd be in the same spot that you're in right now. And you'd be thinking about doing it the year later. And then you'd be really <laughs> agitated when people around you were doing what you loved and you would put it back and put it in the back burner and you'd be like, oh, they're doing this? I wanted to right. do that. And so to add to Lindsay's too, I would say that, so take all of that information and then, so, so like with me, with uh, teaching in, in a school system, I had that fear of being in a, in a school and being surrounded by all these people having to socialize. So what I would say is think about something that you want to do, but fear's stopping you. Picture that fear in your imagination as a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. And then see everything messing up how you think it could mess up. Make it funny. Make it humorous. Laugh about it. Don't take it seriously. And then also visualize the cartoon. You could use the cartoon thing. I like visualizing a cartoon. He always does. I see yourself um, doing very well at it. And I feel like this just takes the edge off of it. So That's it's a little true. technique to take the edge off and relax you into. Yeah. So I hope everybody takes these action steps that we just talked about here and apply them into your life. Yeah. Because they might sound funny, but it's a lot of the, the goofy, funny tips that I've learned over the years that actually made huge um, yeah. impact in my life. So I love so the cartoon so, thing. Yeah. So try it out. And but, let us know. Like if you want to get the fear off your chest and you want to share it with us, share it with us. Tell us if you move through it. All right. And we okay. will see you all on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel, too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.